0: Welcome to the Success Road Podcast. This is the podcast where we meet at the intersection of your life and then take decisive action to move onward toward higher levels of success, whatever that means for you. My name is Joshua Rivers from PodcastGuyMedia.com, and I'm taking you on this journey today. Now, I don't know about you, but I tend to find myself getting stuck by this knowing thing called perfection. I'll get all kinds of ideas and I'll start planning, but then I don't actually get around to actually getting started with it because I can't figure out all the details to make it just right. Well, today we get to talk with Chris Kermitzos about how to overcome perfectionism and start anyway. Well, Chris, thanks for joining us today. Joshua, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely excited to be able to do this. And I have been following you for a while because of the podcasting space that we're both in. And for years, I've been wanting to go to the PodFest Expo there in Florida. And it just never worked out until this year. I finally got to go there, got to meet you for a little bit. Anyway, you're busy running around all over the place and all that, but I got to meet you for a short bit. And so that was exciting. And also I've been keeping an eye because for a little while, you've been talking about the book that you were writing, getting ready to release. And so I finally got a hold of that book there while I was at PodFest and I read it and I'm like, I got to get this guy on my podcast to be able to share this message because it's such an awesome message that I think is going to benefit a lot, a lot of people. The book is Start Ugly, a timeless tale about innovation and change. So can you go a little bit more into what does it mean to start ugly?
1: Start Ugly, basically, there's a lot of business methodologies like Six Sigma, Agile, all these things that you hear in the business world. But really doesn't resonate with the common person. And I like thinking very simply. And the word Start Ugly resonate with people. Basically means stop thinking and start doing, but don't demonize yourself if your first attempt isn't that great. And it basically, as we all know, look at uh, Amazon. Joe Rogan loves to look at the picture of Jeff Bezos in a crappy little office, which I believe was above a store. And he had a little nylon sign with like, it looked like Amazon spray painted on it. He started very ugly. Now, the key to Bezos' success is he chose books as the first thing to put on his website. And that was a very key strategic thing. But if you look at the history of that company, uh, people don't realize this, but Amazon to this day, there's corners of Amazon that are not attended at and they're not really well maintained because they're constantly starting ugly, innovating. And that's why they're at the top of the heap, love them or hate them. So start ugly is a very simple philosophy of understanding that you got to start somewhere and undeniably, your first start going to be ugly compared to where you wind up over time as you perfectly execute. And I always tell people, it's not start ugly, stay ugly. It's start ugly and perfectly execute from there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so the book, at least the main portion of it is a story of a guy that starts a lumber company, basically. And he starts with this philosophy, but then he kind of gets sidetracked. Do you want to kind of give a intro to the story that you introduce in the book?
1: Yeah. So we tried to figure out how can we create a short story, a fiction story, a parable allegory that people would understand that would resonate with all the people today. So we went back 100 years ago and we created a story about a guy that wanted to revolutionize the lumber mill industry on Manhattan Island in the early 1900s. And he created efficiencies and started ugly and revolutionized that industry by having lumberjacks have assistance, gave them days off to rest so they could work even better when they were, you know, working. But he measured the arc of their swing. He measured technologies and created sharper, lighter axes. So everything was going great because he not only started ugly, but he perfectly executed and became very wealthy, very well known. And one day he hired an apprentice who was basically in charge of his R&D lab and he tasked him with creating lighter, sharper axe that held its sharpness longer. And one of the days this young man was riding his bicycle into the office and his bike ran across one of these brand new telephone poles they had just put in and the chain got caught up on the telephone pole. Well, a seed of an idea got planted in the apprentice's mind, and it was, what if I could take a bicycle chain, armor with a set of teeth, and rotate it with the combustible engine, which had just come out? Uh, he thought he could create something quicker than an axe. And that's basically the crux of the story, which is innovation's always happening, whether we like it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a story that that really brought me in. And so I could definitely picture this. I live out in the country now and I just got a chainsaw about six months ago. And so as you were describing all of this, I'm picturing it very vividly in my mind as I'm reading through the book. And the principle is really, really applicable to me as well. Like I said, I struggle with perfectionism and things like that. It took me a long time to be able to come to grips and accept that, that that is a truth for me and I have to work on it. So that whole principle of the book really drives home to me personally. I'm just curious. So even though you had this idea for this book, you got this story, what did you feel that you needed to be the one to write it and publish it?
1: It was more of a calling. I wasn't looking to write a book. I was actually looking to write a different kind of book called Future Proofing Your Business. And every time I would set out to write it, the information I was putting on the page was getting outdated in real time. So I was like, okay, I shelved that plan. And I said, you know, I really want to create something to make people think about change and make them think about starting and putting their art out into the world. And this story kind of, I just had heard a little example of like, hey, the guy that created the axe was no matter how good he was, he was replaced by the slacker that created the chainsaw. Meaning no matter how good you are, innovation is going to happen. And if you don't embrace it, the next guy, he might not be as sharp as you, but his innovation will displace you. So I really loved that little thing and I created a fictional account of that and I put it down on paper. I wrote it pretty quickly. It took me about two or three hours to write the book, but I went through at least 15 to 20 drafts before it was ready. And the purpose of the book for me is so younger people could read and get something out of it, but also older people could read it and get the same thing out of it. So I really wanted to bridge the gap. And one of the biggest feedbacks I get from time to time, I'll get people telling me, oh, I already started a business. This is not for me. It's great for the startups. And I'll always say, actually, the case study that we have in the book is about a very successful business owner. So I think it's even more applicable to you. Even though it is applicable to people starting, I think it's just as applicable to the successful business owner. Because Joshua, what happens in life is we all reach a semblance of success and then we wind up plateauing because we're afraid to move out of our comfort zone. And that's, uh, I think, a lesson that, you know, everybody should take uh, with them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, there's a big, obvious application for businesses, as you mentioned, but
1: also like content creators, artists, creatives. It's really about the creative process. And it's for anyone that is, (laughs) it's literally for anyone that's been thinking about something and needs to get it out of their head and into the real world. (laughs) That's what this book was about. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and I could even see practical applications even for just like around the house and things like that, because we all have weekend projects that we want to accomplish, whether it's doing a garden or something like that. And so I've been in the process of trying to do a garden and I've never done gardening before. And I have... In my mind, I have this quarter acre, beautiful garden with all kinds of things, but I know I can't start that way. And so I've had to scale back my thoughts on that and like, okay, what can I do to actually just start something and then grow it from there? And so this book has helped me as I've approached it that way this spring. And so it's been helpful even just in just everyday things as well.
1: That's what it was meant for, really. It was meant meant to, I hope people buy the physical book because the cover, if it, it sits around your desk or it's staring back at you. The words, I think, actually help you subconsciously start things instead of waiting. And that was the purpose for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I've I've started becoming a part of a mastermind group. And while we were there in PodFest, I was part of the podcast editors conference. And Steve Stewart, the one that headed that track up, put several of us together in mastermind groups and As we're meeting each and every week, the topic of Start Ugly comes up almost all the time because we're trying... To see what we can be able to do to try to improve our businesses and things like that. And so we're like, well, we just need to get something and we need to start ugly and then we'll make some, make adjustments from there. And the principle is really starting to permeate through a lot of different things that I'm part of and people that I'm associating with. And yeah, I really hope that people listen to this and they get encouraged to get the book because even though you're hearing the principles here, that can be good enough to maybe kind of get started. But the book is really, really good and has a lot of other examples and things like that to be able to draw from. Is there anything else that you would like? to add that maybe people can be able to do to be able to get started or anything like that, or maybe anything that that you've learned since you've released the book?
1: You know, I've had a lot of people giving me really great words of encouragement of what they got out of it and what they started. And... uh, I I literally have implemented the start ugly philosophy and everything I'm doing. And it's actually helped me grow much faster as a person, as a, someone that runs a company. And, you know, I would just share people like think about companies that you already know or situations like think about people like uh, Elon Musk he embodies the start ugly philosophy, like he was willing to go broke. And yet now he's on top of the world. And I think as we move into this world of innovation, the guys like Warren Buffett, who you know have made tremendous amount of money investing, I think what they do is important, but I think most people want to be like Elon Musk. They want to innovate in their own way. And I have a feeling that's going to permeate kind of our culture in that People are going to be constantly looking to start ugly. With the pandemic that just happened, there was a lot of people that had allowed their future to be dictated by their companies. And now by default, they have to start ugly because they don't have a job anymore. So I would just use this and use it as a discovery of yourself. Stop thinking and start ugly and just see what happens. The cool thing is if you start ugly and you don't enjoy something, you no longer have to waste any more time thinking about it. You can now think about something else that you would enjoy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So as we start to wrap up here, how can people best connect with you?
1: I'm on Facebook. So you can send me a message through Facebook, Chris Kramitzos or chriscramitzos.com. My last name starts with a K. Google will respell it for you if you don't know how to spell it. Chris starts with a C. I'm on all the social platforms. I'm most active on Facebook and then through my website. And then, you know, PodFest Expo is what I do full time. I help uh, podcasters and now with VidFest YouTubers start ugly and grow. So I'm really excited about what's happening there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm really thankful for what you're doing with the podcasting community and for content creators in general, as it's kind of branching out and really, really appreciate that. And I'm really thankful for that. We'll make sure to have the links that you mentioned there in the show notes also, to make it even easier for people to be able to find that, Which. To be able to get the show notes, you can either swipe over in your podcast app, or you can also go to successroadpodcast.com slash 011 for episode 11. And I would definitely encourage you to share this with anyone that you think needs this information. Definitely get the book. And again, you can get the link in the podcast notes as well. And I look forward to talking with you next episode.